Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned on the fastened seatbelt sign. There is a low-pressure system moving from Washington, D.C. across the country, and it may get a little bumpy. Please return to your seats and keep your freedoms fastened. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Avalone. So Joe Biden set history again. Oh, good. This is history in the making. Well, he is How our- about that, USA? USA? Not quite. USA? Not quite. No? And, and it's really not- this isn't really political or policy. Okay. But he's the first octogenarian oh, president yeah. in U.S. history. That means he turned 80 oh, wait. this past Sunday. I thought it was the, he was the first president with eight arms. No, no. not at all. Oh. Now, he set he was set to celebrate his birthday on Sunday, which he did, Yeah, uh, with a brunch that was hosted by mm-hmm. Dr. Jill Biden. Okay. You got to get the doctor in. Right, sure. Okay. And then an early nap, right? Well, no. It had some, actually took some vitamins, went to bed. Well, no, actually, it got an extra lift this mm. this past weekend because he had his granddaughter's wedding at the White House oh, on yeah. Saturday. Oh, man. Just packed full of stuff. So with Biden already the oldest person to serve as president, yeah. the 2024 race for the White House is shaping up to be uncharted territory right. for the United States. It is. It is. We've never had anybody this old run for president before. So in our nearly 250-year-old democracy... Biden's been around for like half of it. It's, you know, (laughs) millions of Americans, including presidents, Mm -hmm. are are now working well beyond the traditional retirement age of of, of 65. Now, that's a very good point, because that's when people can start drawing out Social Security. And when Social Security was first brought in back in the Great Depression, FDR era, most people weren't living until 65. The life expectancy for this for people in the United States went way, way up after FDR and after the after Social Security first was first put into practice. Okay, so Ronald Reagan was 77 when he left the White House, but right. Biden would be 86 by the time a second term, a second four-year term would right. end if he wins the race in 2024. And but, I don't think Reagan lived until 86. I think Reagan died at 84, is that right? I I I think that is well, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I'll have to go back and double check that. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, Biden would be 86 by the time a second four-year term would end. Now, Donald Trump, he would be 82, right? Right. When he left office if he won. Not a spring chicken. In 2024. And as a society, the United States, I mean, we are aging. We are working later in life. The 65 and older population is projected to nearly double from 52 million in 2018 to what ni- like 95 almost 100 million by 2060 by 2026 more than 1 in 4 men over 65 will still be working 
By the way, I was way wrong on Reagan. He died at 93, not 84. He died at 93 years old. I'm sorry. My, no, my that's all right. So some Americans have concerns that the advanced age of the two most likely 2024 candidates uh, may be problematic. 71% of Democrats think Biden, and this kind of gives you some insight into Democrat thinking, 71% of Democrats think Biden is mentally sharp and able to deal with challenges. No, they don't. No, they're, that's they're telling pollsters that. I understand. That's not what they really believe. Okay. There's no way they really believe that. I, I think that's... I think that's one of those things that where where maybe you can lie to yourself, right? And and it's easier if you lie to yourself, it's easier to lie to other people. I think they're lying to the pollsters. Be, well, maybe maybe seventy one percent of Democrats want a Democrat to be elected there as we president. Go. So if somebody asks you, do you think Biden's sharp and and you want a Democrat to be president? And your and your alternative is is Trump. You go, oh yeah, oh yeah, Biden's really sharp. Uh huh. Yep. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. And then you got somebody reading on the radio saying seventy one percent of Democrats think Biden is mentally sharp i don't but think that's true you've got a quarter of republicans yeah who think that trump may not be up to the 2024 election because of age but those are probably never trumpers as well but it is at least a legitimate question yet for his age donald trump is very very active and he is very sharp for his age yes i think i think that's a fact there's no doubt about it the question I mean, is i mean you can watch him you, i mean it's absolutely observable can. it's not something you have to make you know, some decision based on what somebody else is telling you. And you can just watch him. You can listen to him. And I haven't noticed any decline in him over the last six years mentally. I haven't. The, but as you get older, it can sneak up on you pretty quickly. And it, but look, four age, years, I know, but six years from now, I know, but is age, he still going to be a shark? Age affects people in different ways. It absolutely you know, does. Uh, some people that... Look, I know some folks in their 50s that act like they're in their 90s. Oh, yeah. Right? And then I know some folks in their 50s that, you know. They're they, like they're in the 30s. It, they're still running exactly. marathons and stuff. Now, the outgoing Congress is also one of the oldest in U.S. history. Mm -hmm. More than half of the House of Representatives, more than two-thirds of the Senate, mm -hmm. which are is part of the baby boomer generation, born between 1946 and 1964. So you've got a very aging Congress right. as well. Now, some members have years on Biden and Trump. You've got outgoing House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. She's 82. Right. Uh, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. He's 80. Uh, Senate uh, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa. Mm -hmm. He's 89. He just won another six-year term last week. Right. Okay. And Grassley, I'm sorry, but Grassley has appeared old for a long time. Uh, I, I'm Great that he got reelected. I'm just telling you, Grassley has appeared like an old man for decades. And this is going to sound like I'm being ageist, but mm -hmm. I, I'm certainly not by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe it's time, though, for some of our... For the eldest of our elder statesmen mm -hmm. to just let go. I mean, not to let go in that way. But, but power I'm just saying, is addictive. Exactly. Power is very addictive. I mean, we have some of the oldest leaders right now in American history. Right. And the, and the American people, when polled, mm -hmm. overwhelmingly support a somewhat of a expiration date. And really that comes in in the form of 
Well, if some term limits, term limits, term people limits. asking for term limits. You know, there, there have been people that have suggested you've got to put an age limit on people in the Supreme Court. I, again, I, I, I think I'm not that's in favor dang, of that. I think that's dangerous. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I think, was sharp up until the time of her death. Did she have a lot of health problems? Yes. Was she still capable of doing the job? Yeah. But when you're in an elected position, that but, but, that's one of those things where power just becomes so addictive. But I will say that 86% of Americans feel that 75 is a good mandatory retirement age. For, for those in Congress. that in politics. That would uh, knock out about 29 congressmen and about 11 senators. I'm, because I'm, the average age of a senator mm-hmm. is 64. The average age of a congressman is 58. I'm much more in favor of term limits than I am age limits. I mean, because that would, that would disqualify both Biden and Trump. It would. Put that into perspective. It would. But at a time when the American people can agree on so little, right. it's really startling to see us come together across party lines on one thing, and that it's time for the silent generation and the baby boomers to step down. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. first thing you need to know before tomorrow, the Republican Party released a report detailing numerous problems in the election in Maricopa County, Arizona, earlier this month. The report detailed hours-long lines to vote, mostly due to failures of tabulating machines to read ballots being submitted by voters. Some voters voided their ballots and tried to vote on a different ballot, only to have the same problem occur again. Other voters gave up and left. The report says that ballots, which were dropped off in boxes to be tabulated later, might not have ever been counted. The Maricopa elections officials say the problem on Election Day only affected about 7% of voters, but the Republican report says that at least 62% of precincts were affected. And in Maricopa County, again, Mm -hmm. what they had like 1.56 million votes cast. Mm -hmm. This exceeded, okay, Okay. the historic average of, what, 56.3% going back 50 years. I mean... So there's, they, there's they some had, weird stuff going on in America. It doesn't make any sense. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, the Supreme Court ruled today that President Trump's tax returns must be handed over to the House of Representatives Ways and Means Committee. Democrats have been demanding access to Trump's tax, re- tax records for years, ever since he began running for president in 2015. Democrats in the Ways and Means Committee claim they need to see the tax returns so they can discuss legislation about tax laws for presidents. But there's also a high likelihood that those returns will be leaked to the press which has been friendly with Democrats and desperate to see the tax returns themselves. Well, look, President Trump is going to have to come up with a better answer than the IRS is investigating or auditing me. I I get that. I understand that as a businessman. But look, if you're going to run for president again in 2024, which he obviously is, you've got to have a better answer. Yeah, because Or or you've got to give it up. Because otherwise this is going to stick around as a campaign issue. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow, Georgia Senator Raphael Warnock sent 16 million dollars worth of taxpayer money to a company that is a business partner of the same church from which he still receives a salary. Warnock helped get the money to a company called Columbia Ventures to build a walkway to apartment from apartment complex to an Atlanta area rail station. Warnock's employer, Ebenezer Baptist Church, is partners with Columbia Ventures. They've been accused of kicking people out of that apartment complex for back rent in amounts as low as $29. You know what? Will the people of Georgia stand for this? Is this, they're going to endorse this? They're going to tacitly, they're going to just say, this is fine. If We're going to put if you him look back. At the polls, yes. 
We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Avalone. Well, you know what? They are calling now for Secretary Mayorkas uh-huh. to resign. Well, he should. They've He's been... not doing his job. No, it's dereliction of duty. The state of the state of Texas has declared an invasion. The Constitution guarantees all the states that the federal government will protect them from invasion. It's written in the Constitution. And yet, Mayorkas, whose job is to defend the border, not only hasn't done the job, but flat out refuses to do the job. He doesn't want to secure the border. No, he hasn't. It's, it is dereliction of duty, but accountability is coming. Take a listen. This is the presumed uh, leader uh-huh. or the Speaker, Speaker of, the of the House, okay, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, he went down to the border, and this is what he had to say. If Secretary Mayorkas does, does not, House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, and every failure will determine whether we can begin impeachment inquiry. There have been several Republicans that have called for uh, impeachment of Mayorkas. And, and look, again, he has not done his job. He doesn't want to do his job. No, he told CNN that the southern border yeah. was secure. Was perfectly that secure. is an outright it's lie, and everyone knows it. How can Secretary Mayorkas, uh-huh. with a straight face, I mean— Many people might say, how do you sleep at night? Right. Knowing that you are lying, mm-hmm. not only that you're lying to the American people, mm-hmm. but there are people who are dying at the border because of your dereliction of duty. And his answer will be in silk sheets and feather pillows paid for the by the American people. That's I mean, how he sleeps at night. 5.5 million illegal aliens have entered the United States during or under Joe Biden's watch. No, there no, 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 no. Joe Biden wasn't watching. Well, okay. Under Joe Biden's it's, failure it's, you to You know watch. what I mean. I understand you know what, what you're I mean. saying, but I'm saying he wasn't even looking. No, no. They, they don't even want to look true. at the border. They don't even want to go to border states and, and face south. They're, they continue to face north just, just on the off chance they might actually accidentally see the border. No, and, and look, there are no barriers for anyone. For, make no illusions. There are no barriers keeping illegals out, illegals out of our country. We got a question for American Mamas. Dear Mamas, what's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? Well, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. And joining us now, our American mama, Terry Nettleville, Denise Arthur, is out and about spending some family time. Um, okay, so when I think about the holidays throughout the year, mm-hmm. the the number one holiday I think of for you, of course, is the 4th, 4th of July, because that's that's when you guys have your big family <laughs> yes, event, yes. and everybody, they come in from all over the country. We've been doing this for right? almost 20 years. They sell tickets yes. on Ticketmaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is our, that's our holiday. And you know what started it? We're big you know, we're patriotic people anyway. Right, right. We we love this country so so much. But actually what started it is and as our generation, um, my siblings and cousins and I as we began to get married, we would all go, Okay, I've got to go to my husband's for Thanksgiving. He's gonna come here for Christmas. So we would like hit or miss. We'd miss each other. Right. So we were like, you know what? Let's let the spouses have the Thanksgiving thing. 
And then, you know, whatever happens at Christmas, if we're all together, awesome. If not, it's okay. You know, just however that lands. Let's just let the mop flop, <laughs> however that goes. <laughs> but when it comes to July the 4th, let's claim it because that's, we don't have in-laws that are like, no, we want July the 4th. Right. So we're like, that'll be our time. We'll take it. That will be our, you know, then everybody will know that they can all get off. We can have all the spouses there. Even their families can come in. Right. Whoever wants to come. So that's how that started with July the 4th. But I do love Thanksgiving. I love what it stands for. I, what, I love what it does to people. I love that people take the time to and the resources to get wherever their family is so they can celebrate this glorious day, you know, and be thankful for the things that we do have in this world. Do y'all, now this is, it's different for our family because Kevin's working on that day. Still, Well, as an ER doc, yeah, I assume he, he works at least every other Thanksgiving. He, he does. Yeah. He does. It, it's, and it's, that's how it was when I was in TV. Right. I worked at least every other Thanksgiving. Yes, it's the truth. Um, for each holiday, you know, you right. just... Well, this year, still, you know, he's engaged to Tristan, mm-hmm. and they're going to go to her side for Thanksgiving, okay. and then Kevin's going to be is working. Slade and I are actually leaving, and we're going to Texas, where Summer is, and ah. all my family, we're going to be there with everybody. So but you're kind of splitting the family. We are, we are, time. but I told Steele, because I don't want them to ever worry about that. I said, I'm not ever going to be that mom that's going to guilt you and hey, wait a second, you went to her side for Thanksgiving. I'm never going to do that because I want you to be wherever you want to be on whatever day you want to be there. And if it's with me, so cool. That's awesome. But I'm not going to do that to you, and I'm not going to do that to her, to Tristan. And so I do understand, like, uh, my cousin, they have Thanksgiving on Thursday with her side and then Friday with his side. Okay. You know, so it's kind of like one, and, and they'll they'll alternate each year. But I think every family does what they need to do, but it's not worth getting upset about. In my opinion, <laughs> and and we've um, again because of the radio show, yeah. I end up not really get, being able to go out of town a lot for uh, for holidays. So we're once again doing Thanksgiving here in town. Do they come to you? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Um, but you know, if we if we can meet, that's great. If not, we you know we try and meet up for Christmas and right. and that's that's awesome. What is it that is there a tradition that you have? Okay. I know cooking isn't necessarily your thing. But I can do it. I know it you, may not taste good, but <laughs> <laughs> but I can do it. <laughs> no, I know but, what you're going to say. But is there, because yes. right, for Wendy, uh-huh. her cornbread stuffing, yes. there are people that have like gotten into fist fights over her cornbread <laughs> stuffing. That there no are, one's ever gotten into fights over my cooking. Oh, I my can't word. even imagine. Like my sister-in-law yeah. really felt like she needed that recipe in order to feel like she was actually, you know, part of the full family, <laughs> yes, right? She yes. needed Wendy's. And then Wendy was like, oh, well, now I got to write down a recipe because it was all just in her head. <laughs> oh, really? Because it kind of was from her mom, but she's added stuff yeah. too. Yeah. Um, we have friends that have, you know, we spend a lot of Thanksgivings together and they, they, I think that's the main reason they they want us over sometimes for their Thanksgivings is because <laughs> of right, Wendy's Frank cornbread Burke. stuffing. That sounds amazing. Is there a is there a dish that you do that is you your know what? signature? I, yeah, I do a lot of side dishes that are my signature. Okay. A lot of dips, you know, a okay. lot of uh, desserts. I'm making a dessert that they love, and I've got those things. I'm not the hey gosh, we gotta have Terry's stuffing, or we've gotta have Terry's pumpkin pie, or we have right. to have Terry's turkey. That doesn't happen. Now my husband, yeah, they all he he's a great cook. Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard he, that. He's a great that. cook. So whatever he makes is just incredible. My mouth literally just watered. <laughs> <laughs> he made gumbo today, and I, my mouth just watered. But um, 
But that, yeah, I think one of my favorite things is on Wednesday uh-huh. before Thanksgiving when Kimberly, Lindsay, and I are in the kitchen with my mom. You know, that's my sisters and, and our mom. And we're making stuff for the next day. It's the laughter that fills the air. Because it's funny because when we're all together, yeah, the kids tend to want to gravitate towards where we are because we, we haze each other. Right. We talk about memories. We are oh, so hard. We are hard on each other. You're you better funny. have thick That's skin right. in this family. Yeah. And so Wednesdays are fun for me because we get to get in. We're in there helping each other, um, making fun of each other. And I will say I have a new dessert. They're going to, oh. yes, I made some of uh, this dessert. My husband went to, he goes to Tigerback. Um, there's this duck hunting club that he's part of. So he and the boys went there and I made this dessert for the first time ever. And I thought, you know what? Just take it. Y'all have it. He, he called me that night. He's like, oh my God, they loved this dessert. <laughs> I'm making that for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I got kudos on my dessert. So that's happening. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com slash mamas, and click on the Ask the Mamas button. Denise Arthur, we'll be back. Turn Edville, thank you so much. You bet. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. We'll be right back. There's more fresh roasted American Ground Radio brewing. So stick around. Mm, that's good radio. With Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis Sar Avalone. So Georgia's making headlines again. Mm-hmm. The state of Georgia, that is. Okay. They are the first state requiring work mm-hmm. for Medicaid coverage. I saw that. Now, you either have to be employed right. in order to receive Medicaid coverage, mm-hmm. or you have to volunteer for like 40 hours a week. Okay. Now, here's the thing. It's actually going to cost the federal government three times as much as it would just to give those individuals Medicaid coverage. But the state of Georgia, Uh and surprisingly, the Biden administration has not pushed back. The state of Georgia has added these restrictions. So the question is... So why is is it going to cost the federal government more? Because the federal government is going to cover what the state's not covering? Exactly. Ah. And the cost of enforcement uh-huh reporting yeah i mean because you got to keep up with literally whether, hundreds of thousands of people and whether or not they're working right or whether they're volunteering mm-hmm. so there's a lot more paperwork okay involved so the question is why would they do it now governor kemp says he thinks it's worth doing because some georgians mm-hmm. would be covered that might not otherwise qualify right but at the same time I think there's another benefit there in that you're not just being given something. See, I think the benefit here is what Benjamin Franklin said. I'm all for doing good for the poor. I just have a different way of going about it. I don't want to make them comfortable in their poverty, but rather drive them out of it. You don't want to be making people, you want to make it comfortable for people to be in poverty. If you're going to have to get Medicaid, 
We want you to be working because by working, you have a chance to get off of Medicaid. We want to drive you out of poverty. We want you to be able to do things that are better for your family for the long run. That's what we want. So I, I think it is good to encourage yeah. those who can work mm-hmm. to work right. and not just to get a check in the mail. Because right. I think ultimately that is what allows folks to realize the greatness within themselves, the right. greatness within each of us. But at the same time, you've got full-time caregivers. You've mm-hmm. got people with mental and health conditions. Right. There are people that cannot do it. Substance abuse disorders. Right. Uh, people unable to work who have not yet qualified for disability coverage. They're going to have a real difficult time qualifying in the state of Georgia for Medicaid now. Let's dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, whoop. Well, we recently talked about Republicans who may challenge Donald Trump for the presidential nomination for the the GOP, but there also may be some Democrats who are planning on running against Joe Biden, even if Joe Biden plans to run for a second term. Now, there's especially if he doesn't run for a second term, we're going to have a lot of people running. Uh, Actually, MSN uh, ran an article about it. They're not anti-Biden. They're actually rather pro-Biden. They said he's had one of the most consequential presidencies of all time. That's how they started off this article. That That's a bit... That's that's more than just an overstatement. Yeah, so there's partisanship in this article, right? Yeah. Okay. But they that's, still were saying yeah. there are Democrats who may run against Biden. Okay. They start off uh, talking about Jared Polis, uh, the governor of Colorado. Now, he's the best-performing blue state governor over the last several years colorado's done the best of any blue state in the country for probably the last decade or so okay but let's go through this whole list and we'll talk about all these democrats Uh and they are all are going to have different names and Uh some are going to be guys some are going to be gals Uh but at the end of the day yes they are proposing they are supporting policies that fail each and every time they are tried. So if, in fact, these folks that are challenging, yeah. quote-unquote, challenging Joe Biden for the presidency... They don't, a lot of them don't represent a sea change. Jared Polis, though, he has actually been different in the way he governed Colorado than most other governors, Democrat governors. have. He, he was the first one to lift the COVID restrictions in a Democrat state in the country. Okay, well, if okay. you're about to use the term conservative Democrat, no, I'm, not using I'm that. going to have to gag. He's, he's still further left because... than any Republican. I'm just saying he ain't Gavin Newsom. Okay? I mean, if we're going to be he's fair. He's not as far left as Gavin Newsom. That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, okay. Where, so, where does he stand on abortion? He's, abortion on demand? Uh, not quite, but he, he is certainly not, a, not happy with the Dobbs decision. Okay. Okay, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, she's the governor of Michigan. She unfortunately won re-election in Michigan, even though she's been an awful governor. She's been an awful governor. But, you know, Democrats would almost vote for her because I think they are so desperate mm-hmm. to have a woman I to agree. be president. I agree. There, there are many Democrats who will just vote for her, her because of her gender. I mean, and, and even though they can't tell you what a woman is, they want a woman to be president. <laughs> exactly. OK. All right. Now, the uh, MSR in articles, I think they were a little unhinged, um, even beyond their support for Biden. They suggested Fetterman. Oh, you got to be kidding me. No, they did. They said Fetterman might run for president. And they and they didn't they didn't mention the person who I think is the most obvious candidate for the Democrats, Gavin Newsom. OK, but see, this is. When you don't have any standards, uh-huh. right? Yeah. When, when you lower your standards. So to, far that the dude in the hoodie but no memory. 
that's the guy you want to be your president. Well, I mean, <laughs> look at look at Biden. Yeah. I mean, you know, folks have normalized that. Yeah, that that's. Yeah. Something that as long, is okay. As long as you have a figurehead, it's all right. Look, Gavin Newsom easily won re-election in California. He's got money in the bank. He has ambition. He's already been running TV ads in Florida in a direct attack on DeSantis. Why would he be doing that if he's not planning on running for president? He may be planning to move to uh, Florida. Like everybody right? else. Like everybody else. <laughs> if Biden decides to run again, uh, I, I do think that Newsom actually might challenge him, even if Biden decides to run again. If Biden decides not to run, then I think all these other names are going to run. And you you can add Kamala Harris to the list and you can add Pete Buttigieg to the list. I think if Biden says, I'm going to run again, Buttigieg and Harris don't run against him. Newsom does. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Democrats are looking for any if one Biden, to right. bail on Biden if, in a way that doesn't, you know, they don't feel like shows that the Democrats have failed in 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 terms of not reelecting Biden. If if Biden runs, there's no way Harris runs. You agree with that? If Biden runs, no, I I don't. You think the vice president of the United States who's got Absolutely. lower poll ratings than Biden would bail on him and run on her own campaign instead of going for for vice president again? I I think the Democrats are no. that desperate. No no, 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 she she checks all the boxes. She does check all the boxes for the but Democrats, she's not gonna, but she's not going to run again. That she's she's not going to run against Biden. She, why not? Be, Just why? Because she has what, because honor? she's vice president. She has uh, what? Integrity? No. I mean, what what are the odds that he? All right. Well, first of all, what are the odds that she beats him when she's got lower poll ratings than him? Not good. But what are the odds that he doesn't survive four years in office and she gets to be president if if she's his vice presidential candidate again? Much better than her winning the Democrat nomination. Maybe maybe he runs, she runs, uh-huh. and halfway through the campaign, he decides. I'm bowing out. Yeah. I think she's the right one. I'm going to endorse her. Yeah. He, he, he looks like the statesman in his mind. Okay. There are other us uh, who, who could uh, jump in. I, I think the biggest question is, does Biden run again uh, when he's 82? No, he does not. You, you don't think he does? No. I don't think, he, I don't think he's in office till 82. You know, uh, when, he was, he, when he first won the Democrat nomination and then uh, won the, the presidency, um. I, I said I didn't think he would survive four years. I didn't think he would finish out. I thought he would resign after the midterms at some point. So we're in that range where I think he's he's probably going to resign, and that would make Harris the first female president, and then she could run as an incumbent. If he has dementia, as many people have speculated, mm-hmm. it is a very progressive, cruel disease. Oh, it is. It is. And, and it I stops wish it for no anybody. one. It stops for no one, not even the, the man in the Oval Office. We'll be right back. You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. You know, I think gratitude is one of those things that finds its way mm-hmm. into our lives, maybe at times when we don't realize that we need it, right? I mean, because here we are at Thanksgiving. Right. But it's really something that should find its way into our lives all year long. Right, right. It, it, it's it's one of the reasons why um, I, I think it's such an American holiday, this idea of gratitude, because by by starting off with that uh, that idea of being thankful for what you have rather than being envious of what you don't have, it really helps you lead 
a happier, fuller life. Right. I mean, you know, you know, they say, you know, an attitude of gratitude, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's a variety of things, you know, gratitude, gratitude is an emotion similar to appreciation, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's different than, I mean, it's different than appreciating something. Gratitude is being thankful for what you have, not necessarily, you know what I'm saying in terms of, because look, we take so much for granted in our lives. We are blessed beyond measure in this country. I know a lot of folks are are struggling financially. Right. But compared to the rest of the world. You know, I was watching this TikTok channel. Uh, we, we talked about it a little bit on a bright spot or on a moment of woe earlier. Uh, but this, uh, this couple from Cuba, he's a, a Cuban immigrant, uh, Yoel and Maria. And he talks all the time about having this uh, this gratitude and how grateful he is to even be in the United States. Now, this weekend, Lewis, I went to the, the movies uh, with my wife. I'm thankful that I got a chance to do this. I went and saw The Chosen in the movie theaters. You have, have you, did you see this? You know, uh, Colleen is probably... If she's listening right now, she, we're going to see it. Well, it's been a box office success. I thought we'd talk to somebody uh, about this. Jordan Harmon, co-founder and president of Angel Studios, which did the distribution for The Chosen. Jordan, welcome to American Ground Radio, sir. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So you guys had a huge success this weekend. The Chosen, the mo- you, you showed it in movie theaters. It's not a movie. It was actually just two different hour-long episodes for season three, right? The first two episodes yep. of season three. And yet you guys had the third biggest box office in the United States of America? <laughs> well, you're making it sound... I mean, that makes me even excited when you say it that way. <laughs> but it's- no, it really is incredible. It, it's it's what what it's done is it's just shown the world that because Angel's mission is to tell stories that amplify light, and we we define that as whatever is lovely, true, noble, worthy of praise. And the Chosen happens to be our first original series and flagship series um, of many to come. But the beauty of it is is that the market, our entire model is built around building communities first. We did the Chosen completely different than any other studio in the world. We said, you know what, Hollywood rejected this. They didn't want it. Dallas was at the end of his career. He, he had just had two major failures and he didn't know what was next. And, and we, we kind of got together and decided, you know what, let's go make a TV series and let's crowdfund the production budgets. And so we helped him raise $10 million through crowdfunding. And, uh, and the rest is history. It's just blown up into this incredible phenomenon. And we couldn't be happier with the show that Dallas has created. Now, this this show is, as you mentioned, just the first of several, and, and obviously the biggest crowdfunded TV series in in the history of the planet. Um, and, and full disclosure, I put in like a couple bucks, uh, and so I was I was one of those thousands of people that, that contributed. Um, oh, you're a big shot! Yeah, Thank I'm, you. I'm a big shot. But you guys have other projects coming up. There was kind of a trailer for for one of these others, uh, the 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 Wing Feather Saga. Is that right? It's animated series coming yes, up. Yes, it's the Wing Feather Father. Yep, yep. So they actually were the they're the highest crowdfunded, raised over six point seven million dollars, and they're the highest crowdfunded family animated series in history and they uh so they broke records as well and they've created one of the most beautiful fantasy series based off of andrew peterson's books which are incredible they sold i believe hundreds of thousands if not millions of copies 
And these books, I mean, I, my kids, they watch the, uh, the animatics, which is like the early stage of the, the episodes. And they were just enthralled by the story. They loved it because it's just truth and it's beautiful and it teaches incredible principles of that family is stronger together than it is apart. And, uh, and so we're, we couldn't be more excited about that series. There's the Tuttle Twins, which is another um, uh, kid series about freedom and economics. And, and there's many, many more to come. But again, this, this last weekend was, was such a special time because we believe that if you build a community and you give the community what they want, as a studio, Angel Studios, we believe that they will show up and they will support you and they will back you in, in major, major ways. And they proved it this week again. Okay, and we've got about 30 seconds. What has been most surprising about the success of The Chosen? I think the thing that's been most surprising about the success of The Chosen is that um, this was all a hypothesis four years ago. And The Chosen has turned around and proven that Angel Studios model, which is an innovative distribution model, where it's free to watch on our apps, and we created payment models where you can pay it forward or buy merchandise or buy collectibles and different things. The fact that that has blown up to, you know, you know, tens of million, almost a hundred million viewers and almost a half a billion views worldwide. It's incredible. We could not be more happy. Well, Jordan Harmon, thank you so much for being with us here. And thank you so much for the work you guys are doing Absolutely. with angel studios. Uh, I, I love all the things that you guys are, are putting together and um, uh, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Hey, we appreciate you guys. Take care. Well, coming up next, got a moment of woe. Stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis Sar Avalone. So the Department of Health and Human Services uh-huh. under the Biden administration, they have produced a report saying that wearing or reinstating a mask mandate may be necessary in order to treat those who are suffering from what they call long COVID. Wait, how does how does having everybody mask up help people who are de- dealing with side effects of a disease they no longer have? So now the Health and Human Services Department, uh-huh. the federal government, right. is publishing a report saying that masking and social distancing should be encouraged... And they go one more step further. But what? They say it should be mandated. What? Why? In order to protect long COVID. That's people who have had COVID. COVID who no longer have COVID, but they're still dealing with some of the side effects of having had the disease before. They already have it. How does okay, my so not having it and wearing a mask stop you from getting something you already have? It says people with long COVID feel isolated because you're not wearing a mask. And you're not social distancing. And so they feel isolated. They feel alone. And if you would social distance and wear a mask, it would allow them to reenter society. Not kidding. Whoa. When I say whoa, I mean whoa. Well, with Thanksgiving just around the corner, we thought we'd share some great wisdom on being thankful. Lionel Hampton said, Gratitude is when memory is stored in the heart and not in the mind. Love that one. 
How about William Arthur Ward? Gratitude can transform common days into thanksgivings, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. Oprah Winfrey said, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And this last one, Henry David Thoreau, I am grateful for what I am and have. My thanksgiving is perpetual. An attitude of gratitude determines your altitude. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.